0: previously on the arius adventures
1: yeah i have to get supplies for this for the hunting trip i'm gonna go tame a battle ram and i need food that a ram would like so i think it'd be fruits and vegetables
2: okay uh tagoro once you get your salad blanket laid out what are you gonna do i'm
1: gonna run back to lakaros and give him my axe
2: Guys, if Toguro dies, I'm just going to apologize right now that this was a very <laughs> stupid plan. <laughs> so you guys all settle into your positions. Uh, Manny LaCaros, I don't know if you're skeptical or not about yes. how this felt, how this is going to work Sorry. out, but you two are surprised to see that ten, not ten minutes later, oh, you, gonna you say 10 hear. Goats.
3: Yellow, my oh No, <laughs> I was
2: like, you picked high, you asshole. You should have went low.
3: I <laughs> 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 was thinking the same thing.
2: <laughs> no, not high. You never go high. Stepping out, you see. Fine, you you see a. a, a large ram about the size of a horse.
0: Oh, my God. Luckily, only me and you can hear this conversation. It's me, Manny. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I can see that. You made a new friend. Yes, his name's Sir
1: Ramathorn the Third. Sir Ramathorn the Third. Ramathorn. 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 Okay. Okay. Sir Ramathorn the (laughs) Third.
0: Hey, buddy, we're going to meet a new friend. His name is Rode. I think you like him.
2: Rose? I can't wait to see. <laughs> nope.
3: <laughs> this is going to be a fun
1: conversation. <laughs> well, I got to update my list, too, now to include Ramathorn.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they'll be terrified once they see this.
0: All right, so when we get back to town, I'm going to cast uh, Invisibility on um, uh, Ramathorn. And uh, we're going to sneak him in.
2: All right, Um, with it being late in the afternoon, it's not as busy because people are trying to escape the heat and whatnot, so you're able to sneak him in. relatively well plus you've pretty much like once you enter that western southwestern gate you pretty much have a clear path to to blitzes
3: all right we we're to stop there it's uh you
2: guys stop there uh when you guys enter there it's not as packed as it was last night but probably about seven or eight folks scattered about the place Ooh. um oh can i know? go get blitz? I was going to say, as you walk in, you see the dwarf behind the counter and you see Fiora next to him behind the counter but you don't see Blitz.
0: Oh, oh Blitz is at her workshop. That's right.
2: So, what do you do? They both spot you. Got uh, who? Who's going? Is it just Tagoro going in? or are you in the group?
0: Well, I'll mention to the group that maybe we should go to the the
2: um, workshop.
0: Workshop.
1: Is he in on, on the to way to blitz. the workshop?
2: Hmm.
1: Is he in on the way to the workshop?
2: Is who in?
1: Is the in I N N in. on the way oh. to the workshop?
2: Sorry. Right. Um, well, if you look at the map, it's across on the other main street. Um, but yeah, it's what it's I'm three, saying is that
1: we hit the in first accidentally, right? Not thinking.
2: Well, you'd have to, you'd pass that way for, right, to, get yeah. to, net, to get to. So, okay, I mean, so like, yes. it's not, you didn't go out Yeah, you didn't go out. All of right.
1: Yeah, I'm still going to get the chick because I'm trying to impress her. So I want oh, I, run, okay. I run in.
2: Fiora sees you. Oh, you're back. Hey, yeah, you want to come with us? To
1: We got something to show you and Blitz.
2: Okay. And I don't know the way. To Blitz? Yeah. that for Workshop?
1: Yeah, you should show me. I don't want to get lost.
2: the dwarf next to her just like (laughs) probably once get lost with you there lass
1: it's me and my companions
2: (laughs) she uh she's just like she kind of rolls her eyes she's like okay she follows you out the front door and sees the three of you sees the other two she's like what's going on
0: so just to let you guys know I can't like deactivate invisible and then do it again
2: Right. so Because
0: that would be a lot of magic waste. Yeah. So uh, let's so go to Toguro, Blitz.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Tagoro comes we'll out of show. the tavern with Fiora in him. <laughs> yeah,
3: <hand>. good, good <laughs> idea. Because then we could, because since uh, Fiora works for Blitz,
2: uh, mm-hmm. we
3: can show her there when we show Blitz. Um, right. Then we can take off the invisibility of, and just worry about all that one time.
1: Uh, Percy could yeah. have done it. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Manny just rolls his eyes.
2: Let's so, go. Uh you guys take the uh the brief jaunt over to uh the um workshop. The workshop. Thank you, God. My brain was stroking out. My apologies. Um, and you see, it is a fairly, one of the larger buildings on Tinker's Square, or on the uh, Tinker's Road. It looks very sturdy and well-built. Uh, she tells you that there's also, or Fiora tells you that out back, she also has like a, she calls it her garage, where she has like some of her bigger inventions and stuff, and and whatnot so um and blitz is also one of uh, a member of the the guild she's a guild master tinkerer here in the town so she's got a bit of prominence here so she has a handful of apprentices apprentices who work underneath her and whatnot and everything so yeah you guys walk into follow uh fiora into the shop and it is huge open first floor area you see Rows of workstations. You see gnomes and humans, dwarves and halflings and half elves at their um, workbenches trying this and that. Um, you see a couple of older folk like walking around answering questions to some of the younger members here and there. You see customers who are over at a counter uh, with a receptionist of sorts answering questions and whatnot. So, yeah, there's lots of hammerings and stuff going around. You don't see Blitz right away, but you see Fiora kind of, like, scanning the group and whatnot. So what are your guys' thoughts as you're taking this room in?
3: Oh, I think it's amazing. amazing. This is amazing.
1: I see the receptionist and immediately regret not making an appointment to see Blitz.
2: <laughs> she
3: really is a
2: tinker. yeah <laughs> Yeah, Fjorda just turns around and smiles at you guys. She goes, eh, she is one of the best. She, uh, holds a lot of sway here in town, especially up at the court.
3: So, oh, that's good to know.
2: Yeah. Um, you guys can feel free to roam around. I'm going to go check to see if she's in our office and whatnot um it's kind of small and tight so i don't think she'd appreciate having like a whole group of us trying to cram in there so yeah give me a few minutes and uh look around and she looks at Tagoro oh i'm gone
1: minute she said you guys can go around i'm gone oh,
2: shit. um please don't let him break anything
1: yeah it'll be okay he won't break anything he's way too happy right now
0: because why don't you watch Tagoro and i'll go with fiora and Pat the blitz
3: he yeah, yeah, talk to both of them. That, that sounds good. Uh, we we do <laughs> not... I knew who you I meant. <laughs> I knew who you meant. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Eventually, bro, I hold, stop and I go, somewhere.
2: <laughs> oh no, you're still calling for
0: Rhodes. We'll to meet go. up with Rhodes later, okay? He's fine.
2: Uh, yeah, Fiora so, why,
0: why don't me and you just go upstairs and I'll talk to Blitz. He sir sure. can just.
1: Oh, actually, out there. I would actually. Never mind. I'd probably stay here, just realizing that there's an invisible Ramathorn. I'd probably want to make sure that I'm with him, so I'm hanging out with him. Okay. I Fair look crazy enough. though, because I'm like talking to the invisible air and like petting it and like whispering <laughs> it to it. I'm like, oh, who's a good boy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you hear it? Just quietly go. <laughs> <laughs> a guy walking by is just like the fuck was that
1: I'm doing like one of those like lean on him so like I'm defying gravity right now <laughs> like I'm leaned up against him like all my weight I'm like I know right Ramathorn <laughs> I look at a guy like do the heads up like what's up I know
2: yeah Fiore is just kind of like okay uh, Laqueros you're gonna keep an eye on him right
1: yeah
0: I'll keep an eye on him
2: okay uh will be fine mr popple if you want to follow me i'll take you to blitz
0: oh uh, thanks you can just call me man or manny don't call me mr popple please
2: okay um manny
0: that's my dad
2: oh okay sure
0: yeah um awkward i know so let's go
2: okay yeah she she just like turns and just starts walking (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i definitely read the awkward vibe
2: <laughs> yeah
3: it's an orc thing when it's awkward they just walk away <laughs>
2: <laughs> well for her it is um, all right so manny you follow her up uh two flights of stairs uh the second level you see um work benches and whatnot but these people look to be a bit more seriously intent and to work like you see some of the stuff they're crafting look a bit more on the advanced side kind of at the level of the pocket watch you have just kind of like that more intricate detail um as you're walking by you hear coming from outside out back like a food like almost like a a a explosion of sorts and you see a couple of people just kind of like put kind of brace themselves on their desk and kind of like stop and look around for a minute. And one old gnome looks up from his uh, work and is just like, I hope she doesn't burn this place down someday as he goes back to work. <laughs> so. Uh, Fiora, okay, yeah, Fiora just keeps walking and whatnot. And you approach uh, a very large, uh, spacious door And she gives it, Fiora gives it a couple of knocks and whatnot. And you hear Blitz from the inside. Come in. Very cheerful as usual. So Fiora opens it and lets you in. And it's a very large private workshop. And you see Blitz behind the desk. It looks like she's got some glasses on. And she's looking down at like a handful of letters and whatnot. You see a couple of objects and stuff immediately on her desk. And then on the workbench behind her, she's got some larger knickknacks and whatnot just pulled apart and spread all over her desk. She looks up and sees Fiora and then sees you. She's like, oh, Manny, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How was your guys' morning today?
0: Really well. Um, We went shopping and uh, went to the woods and, um, well, we got a ram.
2: Oh, oh, wow. You bagged a ram.
0: Well, yeah, we, we bagged one, a big one. And, well, we you know how Tagoro really wanted a ram?
2: I know he was super bent on heading to the woods.
0: Yeah. Well, we, we actually have a ram that's ours now as a pet.
2: She just like looks at you for a second you mean I,
0: I know it sounds crazy listen um it's invisible downstairs in your workshop right now what I know it's crazy but Tagoro he loves <laughs> it and he, I love it too it's nice and we're just wondering if you could I'm keep sorry it I'm
2: sorry safe? hang on how How did you guys not get killed and how did you tame it? Those things are like very territorial.
0: I know. And they also love food, just like our friend, uh, Togoro. He loves food and I guess they just clicked and I don't know how we didn't die, honestly. Listen, (laughs) it's, it's very confusing to me, but it worked and it's awesome. And we we're just wow. wondering, yeah, <laughs> we were just wondering if you kind of keep it safe here until we head out.
2: Um, I do have a stable that I keep uh, when I need to move larger orders and whatnot. I guess we can try to find a space for it. It's not gonna like kick or kill any of my horses or oh, people, though, is oh, it?
0: God, no. Just give us some food. Give it plenty of nice space to lay down and uh, rest, maybe some water. That'd be good.
2: It'd be well, fine. Sure. Oh, okay. I'm curious. It'll only how... be a
0: few days because uh-huh. we're going to be leaving soon. We have a job.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, you actually, oh, congratulations. You guys got a job. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Excellent. We're going to help uh, out those Nicogen. Uh... Oh, good for you. They seem like a really nice quiet group they looked completely when they showed up earlier in the day before you guys showed up last night they looked like they had been oh man on the road for days and days and days looked completely exhausted and in need of a place to stay
0: oh well at least they found one
2: (laughs) so well that's good you're gonna help them out like i said they seem like a nice little family
0: yeah, well, uh, so it's okay for Ramathorn to stay.
2: We named him Ramathorn. <laughs> you, I'm sorry, you named him what?
0: Yes, Sir Ramathorn the Third. But we can, you can just call him Ramathorn. I'm sure. I'm, that, I'm be guessing
2: fine. that was a Tagoro name. Yeah. Ah, he's adorable. <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah. Well, okay, let's go downstairs and uh, let's find a place for him.
0: And also, one last Mm -hmm. thing, Um, and I reach into my pocket and grab the pocket watch. Uh, I found this on my travels, and it's Mm -hmm. not really working right. I was wondering, since you're a tinkerer, maybe this might be up your alley and maybe you could fix it for me to tell the right time.
2: She uh, adjusts the glasses on her face again and reaches her hand out to to look at it. She's like, "Wow, this was this was looks to be an antique. This was made a very long time ago. One of the early tinkerers of well, of one of the Gnomish kingdoms. Um yeah, I'd be more than happy to give it a look for you, Manny. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, dear. No worries. Well, uh, let's go see the Shall other guys. Go? Yes. Uh, Tagoro, Lakaros, uh, are you guys checking anything out or doing anything? Just standing there waiting?
3: Oh, yeah. I figure that uh, uh, Tagoro is busy. Uh, watching uh, Ceramothorn. <laughs> so I'm kind of wandering around, just keeping an eye on them still, but wandering okay. around, check, checking out all the stations and whatever inventions are, are going on. Or...
2: You see lots of stuff. You see like water mechanisms. You see um, pulleys and stuff. You see one guy looks to be working on some sort of like metal pack of sorts. You see... He has it on, like, a test dummy, I mean, you see he's, like, working some wrenches and screws and whatnot, tinkering with it and everything. Um, as you're watching this, you guys on your level hear the exact same kind of, like, rumbling explosion coming from the back of the building outside. And you see a couple of people, again, just kind of, like, hold their breath, look around, and then business resumes as usual okay i
0: see i see yeah. one of the uh one of the that's definitely a norm <laughs> one of the
3: stations is it, I, i'm assuming that's kind of normal you guys seem fairly unfazed about the, that uh, explosion
2: the young man who's working on his pack he he stops and like pulls his goggles up and whatnot and he looks at he's like huh oh yeah that uh that's just probably cat out back trying to test out her latest thing again she uh yeah, that's pretty normal for her.
3: Oh, is that, uh, is that her niece?
2: Oh, Blitz doesn't have any family. If anything, she's Blitz's like best apprentice here in the Guild Hall.
3: Oh, that's what it is. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh well. <laughs> so, uh, oh, what the? What's this thing that you're? I mean, it looks like a backpack made out of. Steel or something, but what is this?
2: Oh yeah, uh, just don't get too close because we're working with some pretty dangerous material here, my friend. This, this, I had this idea, you know, for those of us who aren't super like magic savvy and can't like cast things the way we want. How cool would it be if an average fellow like you or me, I don't know, any sort of situation, hell, it could even just be for like the thrill of it. Have a way to propel propel yourself through the air.
3: Wait, you mean like fly?
2: Yeah, you just strap this puppy on your back, and I'm working on the uh, lever and buttons right now, and the the gas system and whatnot. And you just propel yourself, just yeah, like a like a flying pack.
3: A, f- a flying pa- so fly without magic? Yeah. I mean, I can kind of sort of, sort of already do that. And I, I put a, uh, blood, right, uh, flame on my sword. <laughs> show him. Mm-hmm. I said, I yeah, mean, but, I can do this, but I can't fly. But,
2: but this, this, my friend, this, this will one day help you fly. Just think going in the battle with your f- cool ass freaky sword and just like coming from above on top of your enemy to slay him how cool would that be you got this uh flying pack strapped to your back
3: well how how heavy is this thing
2: uh right now
3: i mean could you could you hold it on your back
2: well i haven't tested it out yet i'm still in development stage
3: can i try it on
2: uh sure sure he like goes over and you see he like un uh, unscrews a couple of things you see he like disconnects it from a couple of things uh hanging from the ceiling and whatnot and lifts it off the dummy and he has you like bend down so he can help you put it on and it's it's about the weight of a full travel pack so i mean like it's got some weight to it and the uh metal is it's welded together well but it still it doesn't fit comfortably on your back. Like it feels like you know a few parts haven't been smoothed out. So you've got like maybe a pointy edge kind of digging into a small part of your back at the moment.
3: Well, I mean this this must be a, a prototype because it's kind of it's kind of digging into me a little bit. and I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm staring over at uh Togoro, making sure he's still there with uh ceramothorn.
2: Uh, Tagoro have you moved or anything When you heard that uh,
1: No that- I'm watching this witch uh, talk to Lakeros <laughs> 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 I got my hand on my axe Ready to attack him if Lakeros Goes flying through the air
2: Okay well it appears to be a young uh, a, a young gnome Gentleman
1: I don't care He'll cut <laughs> in half just nice <laughs> oh my God. Still- Pretty sure he's a witch Talking about flying and shit <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you see this <laughs> big metal pack strapped to Lucario's back, and kind of like screams a little bit as it looks like it doesn't look super comfortable. On only him. things with
1: wings should fly. That is birds, bats, other monsters, and Dolores. Those are the only things that ever flew, flow, or flew that I've ever wait, seen. Wait, who
2: the fuck's Dolores?
1: The one person, Dolores, the Paladin, Dolores, Paladin. Oh, Dolus.
3: Yeah.
2: Dolus. he had wings, right? <laughs>
1: little carouselers, call them Dolores. <laughs> it's the only character I've ever seen grow wings and then fly. Yes, <laughs> very true. Very true.
0: Jesus Christ. So, so yeah.
3: what's uh so if this isn't magic, how how does it actually work then? I mean well, you, you've got this big thing metal like... heavy pack of some sort, but what how did how was it supposed to fly?
2: Well, with the use of like a liquid uh activator system. I'm still that's one of the parts I'm still working on yet. This this is version uh let's see 253.
3: Yeah. So oh, wow, you've made that many already.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Did any of them blow up?
2: Um one did kind of shrapnel the back testing grounds.
3: oh well uh i start sliding it off my back (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's very that's very very good (laughs) Uh, well uh i like being alive so but
2: that's okay um, it's okay the last 30 didn't explode per se they just caught on fire and i couldn't put them out
3: oh i drop it dead right off my <laughs> shoulders i just roll my shoulders in and let it drop right to the
2: floor <laughs> he quickly like rushes over to make sure nothing he's like oh careful careful it's really sensitive material he like puts it wow. back on his dummy
3: <laughs> Man. well i mean i can you show me how it like uh starts or whatever
2: not not in the building
3: not, not in the bill. Oh, you're afraid it's going to explode.
2: I've been told after attempt thirty-seven that I wasn't allowed to do any more like turn-ons here inside.
3: Ah, uh, is that why? Uh, what's her name's in the back? there blowing stuff up.
2: Oh, um, no, she just prefers doing all her workout back. Oh, and plus, gotcha. she kind of needs a bit more space because of some of the projects that she works on some of her things what are she, a little bit larger What what's she working on? I don't know she keeps a lot of her stuff under tarts because she doesn't want the rest of us like poking around in them
3: ooh I know two people that could go poking around right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, Tagoro so I should... you want to go see
1: something? Yeah. yes let's get away Did from you... this witch <laughs>
2: He just kind of looks thank, at
3: you. Thank you, thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh,
2: no worries.
3: I will be back, I'm sure, and then maybe you'll have some progress and you can assure me that it's not going to blow <sighs> my back off. Definitely,
2: definitely. As uh, you're finishing up this conversation, you see Manny, Fiora, and now Blitz heading down the stairs and they rejoin you guys.
3: Hey, Manny, we're going to go out back and uh, see if, uh, uh, what's her name, is going to... Uh, what's she doing back there? I hear she doesn't like showing people, so we thought we'd go bugger.
2: Oh, are you talking oh. about cat?
0: Yeah, cat. Rhodes. Uh, well, we really have to meet up with Rhodes. I don't know. It's getting late. Mm, it, yeah,
2: Blitz is true. just like we can always come back. Isn't there an invisible
0: Oh yeah. Uh, oh, uh, by yeah, the way, the um, that's almost about time to end anyway. An hour long. So oh shit. yeah well,
2: you guys better head out back then. She leads you guys.
0: We get out. to go back out anyway.
2: Yeah. So you'll be passing by uh Katz's uh workshop. Oh, so um as you guys step outside, you smell like sulfur and smoke <laughs> immediately hits your nose. And yeah. you see like a bit of black smoke kind of pooling in the immediate vicinity. And you see a couple of, uh, you know, employees out back look a bit disgruntled and whatnot as some of them are coughing and kind of like waving the air in front of their face.
0: <laughs> All right. So is this a good place to release
2: the spell? Yeah, yeah. This is a very large open courtyard. You see a couple of outside workshops. You see um, about 200 feet away, uh, a stable.
0: Okay. Uh, so I break concentration on invisibility.
2: All right. As you do that, uh, Ramathorn comes into a uh, visible view for everybody. And some of the people who are coughing and whatnot, they stop and take a look at the Ram that you guys have. And uh, you see, you notice that Fiora, uh, her eyes get wide. as She looks super surprised. See Blitz has like surprise and kind of like gives you guys kind of like almost a proud mom like nice (laughs) (laughs) and she walks right like she you know not even scared she approaches you know like tentatively to the ram and everything she's like oh you're a handsome boy aren't you reaches a hand out you know kind of let him sniff her hands and uh ramathorn sniffs like her hair and everything in her hands and whatnot and you see he like nuzzles his face into her palm and whatnot and she lets out like this just you know just genuine chuckle nice all right is just just still standing there just like in shock
3: and now you see why he was so easily tamed he was already pretty tame I think I think I think this was a baby I'm not sure but sure it was not as big as that alpha that uh, we took
0: out Yeah, for sure
3: Man, that was that was rough. But this this guy, he's just going around laying business everywhere and <laughs> eating everything that we threw at him. I mean, not literally he's he a lot. Yes, he does.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, sorry about that in advance.
2: Uh, it happens. That's why I have employees to take care of it. She uh, she turns to <laughs> <Taguro>. <laughs> she turns to Goro That was a pretty clever plan you came up with, young man. Good job.
1: Everything likes food, so.
2: That's true.
0: That is true. Speaking of which, I am starving. Let's go to the tavern and eat.
2: Oh, yeah, it is about that time.
0: Yeah, maybe Rhoda's back there.
2: Yeah. We should go check. Yes.
0: We'll go check it out.
2: So as you guys are getting ready to turn, Blitz gives a few instructions to some of the the stable hands and whatnot. They cautiously come over and she explains everything to them. Um, she turns to you guys. Is there anything else that I should let my boys know before I hand your friend over?
3: Uh, no, just that he really does actually eat a lot.
2: We'll take care. She reassures you guys that He'll be taken care of.
0: Thanks, Blitz. We really appreciate it.
2: Oh, it's no problem.
0: You're great, Blitz. What would we do without you?
2: She blushes a little bit. Oh, it's no problem. Mm,
3: Well, uh, let's go get some pig head or something, maybe.
1: <laughs> Tigreal is having that moment like every kid has like he has to go to bed and like has to leave the dog outside he's like holding on to Ramothorn like whispering to him like if they do anything to you I will murder them all I swear to god I will, I will.
2: <laughs> is that what you did growing up with your pet?
1: no 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 but like this is this <laughs> leaving him in a town that he knows that like wants his horn so like you know he's very worried but he also is very trusting of Blitz but he's just like letting, he's like eyeing that wizard the witch over right. there And like, you know, (laughs) he's just like, I swear to God, I'll murder them all in your name.
2: (laughs) And then he's also like,
1: I love you
0: so much. (laughs) He
2: he nuzzles you.
0: Yeah, I give a pet to Ramothorn. I just like rub his nose and I say, I'll be back later, buddy.
2: He slobbers on your hand.
3: (laughs) Uh
0: Almost forgot Blitz. Uh,
3: Mm -hmm. We have something for you. For me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we pull out the big uh horn from the uh oh, that's iron. right, oh yeah, the devil setup from the yeah. iron, iron ram. What were they called again? Iron horns,
2: the iron heart, the iron, horn. iron horns, yeah, <laughs> battle rams, right? It's battle iron rams? Iron. <laughs> Don't mind me, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all right. They're, they're the, and we got a bunch of meat, we got 25 pounds of meat too. Oh, oh yeah, God. we do, and yeah. it's pelts. So, wow. so a girl's like draped in a belt of a goat. <laughs> yeah, we
3: do have the pelts. We need to go find a. Uh,
2: when a you guys show worker, her the horns, you something. see her eyes. You see her eyes just like sparkle with surprise and like genuine happiness. You know, and she's just like, I can't, I have to pay you boys for these. That is, no you can't no. just, these are expensive. Yes. These are worth I know, w-
3: I know one, one of your uh, <clears throat> competitors who, I don't remember his he name. He paid 300,
0: he paid 300 gold for him. Yeah, oh, let me he pay does you. not like you at all, by the way. Oh,
2: well, many <laughs> of the blacksmiths don't like the
0: tinkers. Yeah, that's, that's just, what he yeah, said. As a blacksmith.
2: No. Well, but yeah. no,
3: this is for you because you've been great. You've been really good to us. And and this is to show our appreciation. Thank you.
2: Well, if everybody's
3: I... okay with that, is everybody okay with that? Tagoro, Manny, you yeah. okay what? with that? With what? Just give these to her. Just giving them to what? Yeah,
0: well, wait a second. Okay, a lot of money that we need. We need money for our trip. We're about to go on like a five day trip. Those are the he's having a freak
1: out. (laughs) (laughs) We found his trigger.
0: Okay, guys, I'm I'm sorry. I apologize. You have been very nice, but
2: but not. We we really. You're classy. Manny, you are a classy fellow, I have to say.
3: <laughs> he, is, wow. he is very classy. <laughs> Well-mannered. He just Yeah, he's he's right. We 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 do. I would really love to just give these to you, but we do have that Equijan <laughs> journey to go on. So we Well, like we need I said, I will give you
2: boys a fair price for the horns. I insist.
3: Okay, um, I'll let you insist this time. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> maybe the next time you guys uh, feel feel adventurous and want to go take on another ram,
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, then you can enjoy our philanthropy after that.
2: There we go, it's a deal. So, shall we uh, go get some lunch?
3: Yeah, let's do it.
0: As That's you guys
2: lunch. turn to leave the courtyard. Uh, one of the other workshop one of the outdoor workshops opens up and like more of that black smoke just kind of like pools out again and this time you see the uh, woman you had briefly sort of met and saw last night who came to talk to Blitz uh, she comes out and her her hair her face everything is just covered in this stuff and uh, even her her goggles these big thick goggles that she's wearing are just like completely blacked out from all this, but um, she takes them off and you see her, her her cleaned eyes and whatnot underneath. She looks she looks kind of like the the look on her face looks a bit upset as uh she she spots Blitz and immediately starts making a beeline for her. and um yeah so I don't know who I had make the I think it might have been Rhodes. Uh, from the night before making a notice check on her because I think the three of you were either playing poker and yes, talking to
0: saving someone from <laughs> poker
2: yeah.
0: uh, That too. I don't remember that
1: <laughs> I remember making good friends that we murdered savagely but
2: well yeah so as she approaches um, I'll have you three make perception checks natural
0: 20
1: Nice. Uh, seventeen. Uh, a ten.
2: Mm. I'm, okay. ch- I'm I'm
1: saying one last goodbye to Ramathorn.
2: Yeah. That's- so you you completely you just see a gr- the girl from the night before approaching the one who talked a lot.
1: Yeah. I just look like uh, I say, if I don't return, you know what to do. And <laughs> <laughs> I said, if I come back, something bad happened. But if I don't come back, I look at him like you know what to do.
2: <laughs> he just kind of like bleeps at you knowingly. (laughs) So, uh, Lakaros and Manny, as she approaches, you notice, first off, that she, at at first, from far away, like, she looked to be more gnomish, but as she gets closer, you notice that she also has very halfing features. She's got kind of, like, the more rounded nose and whatnot. Um, she's a bit shorter than uh, a bunch of the other gnomes and whatnot here and everything. And, and everything. So she appears to be a, a halfling. And they're, this is probably the first one you guys have ever met. I'm a halfling. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you're like a hobbit, and she's kind of like a hobbit oh. and a gnome combined. <laughs>
0: oh. I see. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. So she's a the first halfling. halfling that
0: we've seen she's, in a while.
2: She's a halfling, halfling. Oh. Well, hi there. So yeah, she <laughs> she approaches and whatnot. She appears to be younger, um, probably around your guys' ages and whatnot. And she doesn't even like, as you say hi there and everything, she doesn't even look in your direction. She just makes straight for Blitz and she's just like, it blew up again. I don't know what I'm getting wrong. I thought I had it last night. I should have just done it last night when I was thinking about it and had it on my mind. And Blitz just kind of like rolls her eyes. She's like, cat dear it is okay it takes a lot of work to perfect your your stuff but i know it means a lot to you but you've been working on it since before sunrise this morning why don't you take a break get some food in ya
3: well what you're working on cat i mean i did i just i just saw the uh the possible flying backpack thing
2: is he still working on that stupid idea
3: uh, well, he, he's pretty excited about it, and I, I tried it on, it's pretty heavy, and then I took it yeah, off I've after he told at- me they explode.
2: Okay, yeah, stay far away from him. He has still yet to find the right component, like, the mat- he just there is not the materials that he has been successful in finding yet and I've told him he just needs to shelve that one and move on because it's a terrible idea and all he's going to do is just burn this place to the ground like he's done like a dozen of times
3: you mean like the big explosion that you just made in the back
2: that was a controlled I didn't ask you (laughs)
3: <laughs> that was controlled. That was
2: controlled, and it was in my workshop, not in the big workshop.
3: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I am just playing with you. It's all right. W- what is it that you're working on?
2: Um, just, just, um, just an idea. Nothing. I'm ready to share with people yet. <laughs> she kind of like. I like the ideas. Last.
0: I mean, <laughs> the I- don't pressure people oh okay fine she doesn't want to share she doesn't want to share it's yeah, fine well you know i mean <laughs> we like to ask a lot of questions we're very nosy oh that's
2: okay we more... are very noisy no 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 that's okay i'm just kind of private when it comes to my my things sorry well,
3: maybe i like we to would make have sure an my
2: idea things... hmm?
1: maybe we'd have an idea i come around do you need me to help with your plants Huh? See, oh. right there. <laughs> I think I would have great ideas.
2: Um, You know, maybe uh, when I'm ready to share and ask for help.
3: Okay, that sounds great. You know, it's the whole thinking outside the box thing.
2: We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick word from some of our other fellow podcast friends.
3: So oh, gather your muskets, gather your spears We'll plunder the shores of Calcinia
1: Come all ye sailors and scallywags and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas
3: of Napoleonic Calcinia Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube and more you can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas, and Natural 20s. No, no cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sell with us, my dear.
2: Greetings, friends. Cassie here with an exciting announcement from Party Advantage. We are planning a special bonus episode coming in December, a behind-the-DM screen where we answer all your show questions. We would like to invite you to send in your questions about the cast, characters, campaign, any other Far Wind or Arius info you're just dying to know about. There are a number of ways you can contact us, with your questions, you can email us at partyadvantagepodcast.com, send us a message on our Facebook or Twitter using partyadvantage, or hop on over to our Discord server by following the link in this week's episode description. As always, if you've been enjoying the show, please take the time to review us wherever you get your podcast. Reviews help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can bring you even more exciting content. And whenever you find yourself wanting to know more about our show, the campaign, Arius Farwind, or about our fantastic players, please make sure to check out our website at partyadvantagepodcast.com. You'll find it full of character backstories, lore, maps, and much, much more. Thank you so much for listening. And now back to the show so uh, yeah, after that, Blitz invites her to join you guys whenever she wants and everything. she yeah, she's doing that her you hear cat's stomach does growl a bit and whatnot. And she kind of like embarrassedly agrees to come along with you guys. and uh y'all decide to return to the tavern,
1: yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah. As as we're walking, yeah. I kinda pull uh, blitz to the side and the back and
2: mm-hmm. and
3: uh to the side and the back. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I say he and I kinda kinda softly so nobody else can really hear. Um blitz um, I mean have you seen Road at all? I'm not sure where he is. And he's he's never gone off like this like ever not since we've met him um
2: well when i talked to him this morning he uh you know you could really pick up that the city's probably a bit more overwhelming than he was expecting when you guys arrived so you know i made a few suggestions to him and i know um he was asking about the park and didn't seem to comprehend the purpose of a of a park inside of a city and um you know i told him about the woods and said you know if he wanted to he could but he really should be careful just because well i mean you guys have already been out there so the only other place i could think of it mean he did perk up when i mentioned the cove the and cove. whatnot especially when i yeah i had mentioned you know if people like to explore stuff around the the cove and everything that there was you know under the ocean there was Sunken City from a long time ago, Legends and whatnot. And I knew a couple friends of mine who tinkerers who have a small ship who do like some delving out there and whatnot. So I don't know. The only if you haven't run into him, then maybe he headed there. I was gonna get him a map, but he had taken off before I could give him one.
3: Maybe we'll have to go search over by the cove then. I'm just getting a little worried about him being gone so long and
2: Oh, I wouldn't worry too much, dear. He, uh, like I said, I told him that you know sometimes if you need to get away and have some quiet, there was nothing wrong with that, and um, true, you guys would understand. Yeah, so. he, he
3: does. He does like that, and since we met him, he hasn't really had much time to himself, really. So I, I could see why he'd be, you know.
2: Well, you know, a new land, new places. He's a long way from his home and probably even his people and family. So,
3: Well, yeah, he is kind of unique here. I mean, he's a little bit like the Nicogen, but not, not quite.
2: And there are some shitty people who might try. to You know what? How about this? If he doesn't return by, you know, dinner time tonight, then we can definitely put together a group to look for him.
3: Okay, yeah, let's, let's do it. But don't say anything to the other guys. I, I don't want oh, them. no worries, dear. Worried that I'm worrying about it. I just, you know, yeah. So well, let's we'll just keep, keep that care. between our, ourselves. Very well, well, you know, he's a good guy. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: take care of him. So she just pats your arm reassuredly as you guys walk along. Um, you guys arrive back to the tavern and you see the dwarf uh, who works behind the bar. As soon as he spots you guys all coming in, you see he starts pouring tankards out and whatnot. And uh, Giora, uh says that she'll go ahead and let the kitchen know you guys are back. You see uh, that the inn itself has some people sitting at different tables and whatnot. It's not packed like it is at night, but it's you know, pretty steady for a lunchtime shebang.
0: No sign of road.
2: Uh you guys don't see Road anywhere. Roads. Oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> well, maybe we should get him some lunch and he'll get here eventually. Yeah, yeah maybe. so I, I want to sit
1: next to Fiora. All right. I don't say sure. that out loud, but I'm trying to I try okay.
2: to plan it
1: to sit next to Fiora Fiora, but I'm also trying to plan it so that
0: Manny sits next to Kat. <laughs> I don't sit next to Kat. Okay. I, um, <laughs> I try to. Do I? Do we see the Nicogen at all?
2: Uh, you see the three brothers sitting at uh one of the tables, uh, one of the three tables over to the right, like by the stairs. But you don't see their sister, the one who did a lot of the talk.
0: Naomi. Yeah. yeah. She wasn't there this morning either. Yeah. Well, those um, two are both do they, gone do they do the Nicogen look, like, worried or, you like...
2: You see the three of them are huddled, uh, together? Like, they're intently talking. I'm gonna
0: approach them.
2: Okay, you're gonna head over to them?
0: While, like, everyone's getting their drinks. I was gonna wave them over to the table. Oh, I was gonna... Yeah, I'm just gonna approach them and be like, Hey, guys, how's it going?
2: Uh, the brother, I believe he had introduced himself as, uh, Hiro? Yeah. Yeah. So he looks up at you, and his ears kind of twitch. He's like, "Hello." Hey,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I was wondering if you've seen your sister, or even our companion, Road.
2: No, we haven't seen our sister since you know we all retired for the night. Um, hmm. She does lo- since we arrived here. She has enjoyed like going out and taking a walk in the city, but I haven't. She hasn't returned yet, and usually she returns before lunchtime. So weren't super thrilled to learn she wasn't back yet.
0: Interesting. Any yes. favorite places of hers that she'd go to?
2: Um, let's see. Yesterday she wanted to check out the town square. I can't remember what it was called. The Shinebox Square? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, she's been interested in checking out the docks and whatnot, but I told her she should probably stay away from there unless one of us were with her. But, uh, yeah, no, we haven't seen her yet, so we were just getting ready to decide how much longer to wait for.
0: Okay, well, uh, well if we see her, I'll let you know, of course.
2: Oh, Keep okay. an eye out. Yeah, think I, I would really appreciate that. i. I yeah, don't want I mean, to be too much sh- of an overly cautious brother, but at the same time, we haven't had the... I
0: mean, <coughs> you guys are hiring us soon, so I want to be sure to protect our investment. So I will uh, tell them to have a great lunch and uh, walk back to my table and report to, to Goro and the that the sister's been missing
3: as well Mm, still huh boy that seems awfully suspicious they might be together Roden Naomi yeah (laughs) Roden Naomi oh wait you're serious yeah I was being serious
0: Um, I think, oh, I mean, uh, I
3: guess that would be, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't mean like together, together. I mean, Rogue is a little different. Wild's I'm gonna saying. kill
0: me. No.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that... Girl,
2: are you catching any of this subtext that's
3: going on? As I'm telling Fiore about my
1: gone metal. Together,
3: not like together. Jeez, man, what is your problem?
0: I'm sorry.
2: Girl, what were you? What were you
1: doing? I'm, all these t- t- I, I'm re, uh, telling this uh, the story from my point of view of how we captured or befriended Ramathorn and how we killed the other thing.
2: Yeah, it's just like you told me the first time.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm telling her from I'm telling it from uh, Manny's point of view,
2: <laughs> okay.
0: and
1: I'm gonna tell her oh, and <laughs> then I'm gonna tell her Locaris's point of view. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) which is basically the same thing just from behind bushes and a rock okay that way it's like she was there
2: I really feel like I was really yeah
1: do you think I could be bard and I look at Manny with a smile
2: (laughs) you you want to be a bard I
1: could couldn't I
2: I do you know how to play anything?
1: The jug. <laughs>
2: oh, a jug I guess with that... three
1: X's on it. I can play that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that counts. Score. Um, as the food is brought to your guys's table, I stop talking. Looks, neat. <laughs> it looks to be like a bowl of like a beefy, chunky stew and whatnot, and. You see, as you start digging into yours, Adam, you notice that she's also digging into her soup as well.
1: Wait, it has meat?
2: It does. I do one of those, like, <laughs> longing
1: looks as soup drips from my lips, like, this <laughs> full of love with her. I'm
0: just like, oh. <laughs> I uh, I look at Tagora, I go, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, 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 like Manny. Gestured, I just gesture and kind of like tell him to wipe his mouth a little. I,
1: I wipe it and then I lick the wipe because that has food on it so you don't waste that.
2: Oh, God. Yep.
1: And I wink and give him the good job. A thumbs up, Manny.
2: You're doing it, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, so,
2: is there anybody else here at the table you want to talk to? More talk with Blitz or do you guys want to get to know Kat? Or you just want to eat your stuff and then come up with
3: Oh, the yeah. while I'm eating. I'm going to see if I can pry Cat open a little bit
0: more. Okay. I was going to ask if there's any dangers at the cove that anyone knew, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> well, we'll let LaCaro start first. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Commence the prying. <laughs> so, Cat, uh-huh. so you're a tinkerer, huh?
2: Mm hmm.
3: Hey, so what were those cool things that you were using uh, last night when we had our little
2: scuffle? Oh, those were my my first invention and my best invention. And she reaches behind her and you see she sets two to things that you saw from last night down and whatnot. You see she quickly like picks one up to check it and whatnot. And you hear a little click. Okay, I don't want to forget the safety. Um, And uh, she's like... Yeah, these are well. These are my guns. Guns. I, yeah, guns. they're projectiles. Um, ranged weapons instead of arrows and composite bows or crossbow bolts. I have these, and she picks one up and twirls it in her hand and what? Does it?
3: Does it shoot arrows?
2: No. It shoot? Even better, it shoots, and you see she. Flips one open and pulls this little like metal pellet out and holds it up for you guys. It shoots these bullets.
3: Oh, so it's like an arrow, a a metal ball, like a metal arrow without the shaft.
2: This has it hurt
0: if you get hit
2: by it. Oh, it hurts like a bitch. If you have you gotten hit by one, yes, you have. Well, oh. like, yeah, I was testing it and it the first version of this discharged into my leg.
0: Oh and shit.
2: It, it Can I hurt. see? What?
0: Can I see yeah. the scar? I just want to no. see the
2: scar.
0: No. Oh, sorry. She, like, she, like
2: blushes.
0: I just was interested in I look at me shake my damage. head. Yes. <laughs>
2: What <laughs> yes. Not like that. I just
0: wanted to see what kind of damage it does.
2: It does quite a bit of damage. It hurts like a bitch. Um, if you want, I can show you on you if you'd like. What? No. Oh.
3: <laughs> God. Right. I'll pay you. I'll pay you f- <laughs> to see that.
0: <laughs> Please don't shoot me.
2: <laughs> she chuckles. <laughs> don't worry, I wouldn't actually shoot you. Not if you gave me a reason to. But no, I invented these. And if you should uh, ask
3: her to see your leg again, Manny, then she'll shoot you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, this is what I used last night. And I also created a uh, blunderbuss for Blitz as well. I've been showing her how to use it. Oh, uh,
3: is that like a bigger version
0: of these it guys?
2: Is. Oh, it nice. Is.
0: So What's it, it like shoots like out a bigger metal Ball?
2: It shoots out kind of a spray of metal balls.
0: Oh shit! So a bunch yeah. of these little things at one
3: time from one thing.
2: Mm-hmm. She's wow. pretty clever. She, she's one of my best apprentices yet.
3: Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, I. I what other things have you made like that? Yeah,
2: uh, other things
3: that well, might make noise or explode. <laughs>
2: Okay, I see what you're doing here, and I like it, but still no. Still no what? No, I'm not telling you what I was working on outside.
3: Oh, man, you really are difficult.
2: I am. I am. I'm a tough nut to crack. I'm okay with that. But, uh, no, I've been working on something to help with hunting, like long range. Still developing that. Got a couple uh, concepts. Sketched out, but I haven't actually tried building it yet. We'll see how that goes.
3: Wait, this long range hunting thing? Is that like one of these guns?
2: Yeah, instead of because the range on something like this, and she holds up her rifle, you know, is if I wanted to shoot something even further away, like if you were out hunting deer or whatever, uh, and you were hiding, you know, a few hundred yards away. I've been working on developing something for more longer ranged uh, shooting,
3: like longer than my longbow, because I can shoot pretty far. Oh, I've yeah. seen it. I can sh- I can shoot about six hundred feet with this.
2: It's true. That's kind of what I was going for. About because like my gun right here couldn't go that far. But, oh, um, see, you know I'm trying to hmm. develop
0: interesting my own
2: my own version of a longbow. Just. Not just
3: shooting while, these metal pellet things. Yeah. Bullets too. Is that what you call them? Bullets. Mhm. Mhm. Huh? Bullets. <laughs> the only bullets I know I don't ever want to meet.
0: <laughs> yeah. True that. So um, it's really bothering me that road's still out here.
2: Blitz is like, "Yeah, I figured he'd be back by now. He must have. He must have found the Oliblock Block brothers and and whatnot. The what? They're the, they're the tinkerers I had, you know, said I, I had recommended if he was interested in going out into the cove, uh, looking up they're, they're old friends uh. of me, back from my younger days Is whatnot. there anything
3: bad that goes down on the cove? Do they have a boat?
2: Yeah, they have a boat I mean, it depends on how far out into the water they went
1: Cats don't, don't like water if, I don't know if
0: uh, I don't know if would like that. Yeah, I don't
3: know He's if would like going on the water.
0: Hmm. Okay, I really think we should head to the cove. Check this we should
1: out. Go to I the cove. So. I do look at the
0: waiter. To,
3: do you guys want to come with us? or?
2: Uh, uh Tagoro, you're looking at the waiter for Oh,
1: I told him to give me a, a, a bottle of uh, cream in a saucer.
2: Jesus Christ. To go. To go. Okay. And LaCarra. and don't
3: forget the cinnamon.
1: <laughs> oh, two, actually. Like Do we have another one? Is there a chick? She's not- two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh chop, chop. Yeah.
2: God damn oh my it. my
1: It worked on the ram.
0: Do not question my methods. <laughs> I'm not questioning anything. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if they're going to want to come along. They have the shop to run.
3: Well, yeah, I just thought, you know, maybe. Um,
2: Blitz would I mean, love I mean It's only—it's only,
3: sh- mid-afternoon. I mean, do, should we give it a little more time or, sh- or should we just go now
0: and, and see if we can find him? I don't know. The brothers seemed really nervous about their sister and she also went to the cove. Yeah, she's usually back by now too, so maybe maybe we should they go. They said now. that she, uh. And those are the people that we're trying to protect, so.
3: Yeah, if we can't protect them here in town, it's not going yeah, it really to look good for on, on the, the road. road, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah make a good thing, So,
2: three of you, uh, Blitz says that as much as she would love to go with you guys, she has business to finish up back at the uh, workshop before she heads back over here for the dinner rush. Um, okay. So, she's out. Uh, is just kind of like awkwardly sitting there, kind of like trying to finish up the last of her soup. She hasn't made very much
3: <laughs> What about you, Fiora? Huh? Yeah, do what, you want? What do you want to go? Do you want to go with us? I mean, you're pretty handy with a, a weapon. I mean, not that you'd need it, but in case you'd need it, or we need you to need it.
2: Are you guys planning on just going and getting enough fight
0: somewhere? Uh, no, no. We're gonna we try to see where our friends are. Yeah, we don't ever if really plan on fights. If anyone to fight us, then well, if that happens, then we're gonna have to step up.
2: Blitz is like, you know, if you're a deer, you should go with them. They're going to need someone to help them out through the city so they don't get lost.
0: Yeah,
3: that would be a great idea, too. That'd be nice. my head. Yes. <laughs> the faster we can get there, I think, probably the better. Um, That's we- also true.
2: Okay, I guess if you guys need I, yeah, I can I can show you around town. That's fine.
0: Well, just to the cove. Right? Yeah, just, just to the cove.
3: Yeah. And then okay. once we're there, you can decide if you want to stay with us or not. But at least you know get us to the cove quickly. That'd, that'd be great.
2: Okay. okay, sure. Oh, cool.
0: Then it's uh, settled, Then let's get going. Let's get going. Hey, uh,
2: let's let's suggest is checking by the uh, Ollie Block Brothers workshop first, because maybe because if Rhodes were going to go to the cove, then he would have hit them up first. Um.
3: Right. So. Okay, let's go to the Ollie Block. Ali Block Brothers?
2: Ollie Block Brothers. And she tells Ollie you Block. their names are Lendock and Git.
3: Git. I like that one. Git <laughs> and Lendock. Okay. Yes. Let's uh, saddle up with the horses we don't have and let's go.
2: Earlier that day. She had arrived and found herself passing through the busy gates of Fizz Park, pushing past merchant carts, guards, and other folk making their way in and out of the city. Vendors were already calling out to her, trying to lure her to their booths to sell this and that. She pulled her hood up, blocking out the noise and distractions. She was here once again for a purpose. I have much to accomplish today. Things have been moving much too slow here for Lord Renault's liking. It's time to put plans into motion. The halfling woman continued down the busy street, making her way towards the Scheinbach Square to meet with a potential hire for Lord Renault's plans. While she personally preferred to work on her own, this latest plan required a bit more muscle. While many mercenary groups in her past experience tended to be unreliable, even with a large payment of gold promised, this group had a reputation for employing better tact and cunning, even said to have a rather skilled wizard within the group. It would be interesting to see and meet this leader and his crew to ascertain their usefulness for what needed to be done. Arriving to the busy Scheinbach Square, The woman made her way to the small music shop. As she stepped in, the light sound of the bell above the door chimed, and the half-elf man behind the counter looked up at her. Welcome back, my lady. It has been some time, he spoke in a soft voice. Please let me know what I may assist you with today. He turned back, checking the strings on a small silver hand harp. The smell of wood polish filled her nose with a welcomed pleasantness reminding her of another life she had enjoyed for a short time. She strolled about the small shop, looking at all the various instruments, taking in the craftsmanship of their make. The shopkeeper definitely kept only the loveliest-looking pieces in stock, taking particular pride in the elven-crafted items he happened to carry. She made her way toward the wall of stringed instruments hoping to see if the cherry wood violin was still there. The last time she was here, the beautiful rose burst had caught her eye, and the shopkeeper had told her it was once played by the legendary elven bard, Leary Ellorane. It was said when her bow touched the strings, the audience would find themselves on a musical journey like none other. The halfling herself had remembered the last performance the bard had given, before her surprising marriage to a member of the Shah Alanis Highborn. That final song was filled with such love and energetic optimism one couldn't help themselves to be happy for her new life she was about to make. Approaching the violins, she stopped and looked for the cherry wood, surprised to find it no longer on the shelf. She turned to the half-elf. I see the Ellerain piece is gone. Did you finally find a buyer? He looked up from his work. Ah, yes, I did finally drop the price, as you suggested, my lady. Uh, I know it was definitely worth the original asking price, but since I don't sell to elite collectors, I had to make do. I was worried the young man was going to back out, but luckily he decided to go ahead and buy it. I think he'll enjoy it, although, I admit, I will miss seeing it hanging up there. She smiled at him as he talked. He took pride in his small shop and collection of beautiful instruments, and she could see he was happy that such a lovely piece had found a new home. The bell above the door chimed again, and the half-elf turned his attention to his newest customer. Hello, please let me know if there's anything I can help you with today, he again smiled. Turning to see who had entered, the halfling noted it was in fact a tall Shaw Alanis elven woman wearing a long black dress with gold and green trim. On her back was a long, dark, silver-looking staff. The woman gazed about the shop, her eyes stopping to the halfling with a look of judgment and sizing her up. I'm quite fine, thank you. I'm just looking, she said without a glance at the shopkeeper. She strolled about, feigning interest in this and that for a few minutes. As she passed by, the halfling heard a whisper in her mind. The captain sends his best wishes to the lord. All is as all should be. The words came to her in Undercommon as instructed. She gave a slight nod before turning to the half-elf and wishing him good day. He smiled once again at her as she walked out. Turning into an empty alley, she waited. A few moments later, the Shah Alanis also turned into the empty alley. "'I was to believe your captain would be here as well,' the halfling whispered back in Undercommon into the mind of the woman. He was, is, indisposed at the moment. He got into a bit of a common street brawl earlier today and has now gone off to blow some st- You know how some men can get with a bruised ego. This did not please the halfling. This captain and his crew were supposed to be some of the best mercenaries in the business. She knew Lord Renault would not be pleased with such recklessness. This does not impress myself or my lord Renault, you know. Neither of us have time for this. If your captain wishes to find favor with my lord, then he should show better care in his actions. The tall elven woman looked down at her. She then began to feel probing into her mind from the Shalanness. Quickly... Her own eyes shifted and filled with inky blackness as she turned her gaze back into the other woman's. The elven woman blinked in panic as a wave of nausea consumed her. She stumbled back into the wall behind her and began groaning pitifully, her face rippling in color and shape. Try that again, beast, and I'll strip away more than you would care to have exposed. I am not a mere messenger or lackey of Lord Renault. I am his will, his voice, his hand, in all matters of his concern." The elf had a hand on her chest as she regained her breath and composure. She looked once again at the halfling woman in front of her, this time with a look of fear. She slowly nodded. (sighs) My greatest apologies, mistress. There is no excuse for the insult to you. I. I only wish to ensure my partner's guarantee in this deal. I I only wish to understand who we are agreeing to work with, with the halfling cut in. You mean, work for. Lord Renault works with no one. You will be working for him and only him. Should your captain take lightly this arrangement, my lord will deal with him and his most severely, She let the silence between them hang for a few moments. The elven woman straightened herself and regained her composure. But of course, I shall relay this to my captain. I'm sure he will be most agreeable to this arrangement. The halfling still wasn't satisfied. Actually, perhaps it would be more beneficial if I made Lord Renault's point more clear to your captain in person. I insist. The elf gave a brief look of fear and nodded in agreement. As you command, I will return to him right away and let him know you wish to speak with him in person. At the moment, he's out in the Gadgeston Bay with the rest of our crew. If you would like, I will arrange to have a skiff prepared to take you out to our ship. On the ocean, there will be less concern and attention from crying eyes and ears. The halfling took a moment to consider this. Very well. I have other business to see to for now. Have your skiff ready for me at the docks at dusk. Without waiting for a reply, she turned and strode back out into the still bustling square. Suddenly, the mark at her neck jolted with a familiar chill that still managed to catch her off her guard. That handled nicely my dear as always I can depend upon you to see my will through as I would do so in person the voice was silky and deep this was her life her very reason for existence her family had always been in service to Lord Renault for generations now and she was the most powerful to have been born within her family He had taken a special interest in her, taking her on as his own apprentice. After years under his training, she now stood as equal with his own power. At one point, she had wanted a different life and abandoned her master. She tried to live a life out of the shadows and darkness, one within the light, however... Her master's gaze had threatened to harm what she had come to love. Now, she was once again shrouded in the darkness with her master. She was his deadly viper, ready to strike at his enemies. This kingdom had threatened his plans. This city was marked to be made an example of. She continued through the crowd, the denizens of this metropolis Oblivious to the fact that a serpent was making its way into its heart, preparing for a deadly strike. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord server and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. Find us on Twitter and Facebook using PartyAdvantage to check out fun posts, polls, and special announcements. Don't forget to send in your questions for the December bonus episode to Party Advantage podcast at gmail.com. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back next week for the Farwind Saga run by fellow DM Rob Kerr. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.